welcome to On This Day in Tudor History with me, Claire Ridgway. Now today I'm taking you back to the reign of King Henry VIII. For On This Day in Tudor History, the 25th of November 1545, lawyer, Member of Parliament, diplomat and ecclesiastical administrator Sir Thomas Lee died. He was buried at St Leonard's Church, Shoreditch. Lee was a faithful servant to King Henry VIII and also played a key role in protecting Thomas Cramner, Archbishop of Canterbury, in 1543 when his enemies tried to bring him down. But let me give you a few facts about this Tudor man. Little is known of Sir Thomas Lee's background, but his father John was a farmer in Calder in Cumbria and his cousin was Roland Lee, Bishop of Coventry in Lichfield. Lee was married to Joan Cotton and they had a daughter together, Catherine, who married James Blunt, 6th Lord Mountjoy, in 1558. Catherine's son, Lee's grandson, was Charles Blunt, 1st Earl of Devonshire. Lee was educated at the University of Cambridge where he studied law, receiving his Bachelor of Law in 1527 and his Doctor in 1531. In October 1531, he was admitted to the College of Advocates in the Court of Arches, the Ecclesiastical Court of Appeal. And from December 1532 to March 1533, he served as King Henry VIII's ambassador to Denmark. On his return from Denmark, he was employed by his cousin Roland Lee and cited Catherine of Aragon, the king's first wife, to appear before the Archbishop of Canterbury's special court at Dunstable. Lee was also present when the Archbishop pronounced the court sentence at Lambeth, ruling that the marriage was invalid. Later in 1533, Lee worked for Thomas Cromwell, heading an inquiry at Revo Abbey in North Yorkshire, which led to the resignation of the abbot and the election of a new one. Lee was due to be sent to Denmark in the autumn of 1533, but the embassy was cancelled, and in 1534 he carried out embassies to Lübeck and Hamburg. In 1535, Lee was involved in interrogating a servant of John Fisher, Bishop of Rochester, and a man who'd supported Catherine of Aragon during the Great Matter, and who'd been imprisoned for refusing to take the oath of succession. Fisher was tried and executed soon after. Also in 1535, Lee began work as a commissioner in the visitations of the monasteries, which led to the dissolution of the monasteries. He ended up with a reputation for flamboyance due to always being accompanied by 12 men in livery and for his severe treatment. His registrar, John App Rice, wrote to Cromwell of Lee being too insolent and pompatic and of his rough handling of monks. The rough treatment dished out by Lee and also his colleague Richard Layton was one of the grievances of the rebels of the 1536 Pilgrimage of Grace Rebellion. And during the Lincolnshire Rebellion, Lee's cook was hanged and in Cumberland, his servant was arrested. The rebels also mentioned Lee and Leighton in the ballads they sang. Lee went on to interrogate rebels of the failed rebellion, including leader Robert Ask. In 1537, Lee was described as a vicious man by Thomas Howard, 3rd Duke of Norfolk, after he tried to become master of Burton Laser. He obviously wasn't a nice guy. He continued serving Thomas Cromwell in the dissolution of the monasteries 
and his biographer, Anthony Enshaw, notes that he assisted in the dissolution of 69 religious houses between 1538 and 1540 alone, being richly rewarded for his work with leases and lands. From 1542, Lee worked as a commissioner in the Scottish-English borders and was knighted by the Earl of Hertford in 1544 for his service there. In 1543, Lee was sent by King Henry VIII to York to investigate a plot against Archbishop Cramner. This was an attempt by Catholic Conservatives to bring down the Archbishop, to brand him as a heretic and to put an end to religious reform. Lee led raids on the plotters and was able to gather evidence against them, thus saving the Archbishop. Lee also served as a Member of Parliament for Wilton in 1545. In August 1545, Lee had become so ill that the Earl of Hertford actually reported him as dead, by accident, of course. But he actually died on this day in history, the 25th of November 1545, leaving the majority of his wealth to his nephew Thomas. He was survived by his wife Joan, who went on to marry Sir Thomas Chaloner. An inscription on his memorial brass at St Leonard's Shoreditch once said of him, Great was his wisdom and greater was his wit, his usage comely with no sad change dismayed. Lee's an interesting Tudor man. He seems to have been harsh and cruel, but managed to save an archbishop's life. Tomorrow, I'll be talking about the first priest and layman to be executed under Elizabeth I's act against Jesuit priests and those who harboured them. Make sure that you're subscribed. Click just there and that you've hit the bell so you don't miss that video. Also on this day in Tudor history, the 25th of November, 1487, Elizabeth of York, wife of King Henry VII and mother of one-year-old Arthur Tudor, was crowned queen at Westminster Abbey. Find out more about her coronation, including what she wore and who attended, plus a list of some of the interesting dishes served at her banquet, which included swan and seal, in last year's video. You'll find a link to that in the description. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I do hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget to subscribe so that you can enjoy podcasts on a daily basis. Thank you.